0: Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tatiana. On today's episode, I will be talking about finding and creating yourself in your 20s, while also sharing advice and stories from my own life. I will also briefly talk about this past week being Suicide Prevention Awareness Week and ways you can get help and help others in your life with their mental health. So I hope everyone is doing well. It's been a minute <laughs> since the last time I've made an episode, but here we are, episode 99, and just one more episode away from the hundredth episode, and I'm super excited. I'm still trying to figure out like what I want to do for that episode, but I'm just very proud of myself. I feel like that's a huge accomplishment. Um, I know like a lot of the times, when people create like platforms, sometimes they give up too quick. So I'm very happy with myself that I actually stayed dedicated to this and didn't give up on it, even when it seems like, you know, it was kind of like not going anywhere sometimes, or just like feeling down on myself or feeling like, okay, like, am I really making some type of impact? Like, just all these different things that come to my mind because it's like sometimes when it comes to like your own passion projects and things like that that people do, sometimes you can end up being so hard on yourself and like your worst critic. Um, But I am very proud that I continue to just keep going and not giving up and just trying to continue to be consistent, even though sometimes it can be a little hard for me to keep posting um, consistently, at least, because I do have a lot going on, especially being, like, in my graduate program, but I am very proud um, that I am still going, and I'm about to record my 100th episode soon, so, (laughs) Um, but I thought it was very interesting because since classes have started, for me... Um, you know of course you have to do the introductions in class about yourself and everything and so when I talked about my podcast in my um, graduate courses there were some people who were like they thought they might have seen my podcast on like their YouTube recommended feed like my show sounded familiar to them, and they thought they maybe saw it on their recommended feed, and so I thought that was really cool. And I hope it was my podcast they saw on there because that's great to know that it's actually showing up in people's recommended, and you know, it can definitely gain a lot more traction. So. Um, that's really exciting and then also um, a lot of people just in general when I told them I had it in my like newer um, graduate classes they were so excited and they were interested in listening to it and stuff and um, I'm also a teaching assistant Um, I'm actually getting paid this year (laughs) to be a teaching assistant because I was one last semester but that one was like just for credit but I mean either way it was still a good experience so um, this year, being a teaching assistant, it's been very fun. I really enjoy the professor that I am um, under um, as a teaching assistant for. He's super nice and funny. And um, But those students in that class, when I introduced myself and I told them that I had a podcast, there were so many of them that came up to me after class and was like, "Oh my god, like I used to have a podcast or like I'm interested in podcasting and stuff." And I got to talk with them and it just it felt really good. Like it honestly felt really amazing to just like be there because um also like last year there was someone in um, an organization I was with who said he was interested in podcasting and he called me and we had like a whole conversation just about Podcasting and how to get started and stuff. So I really enjoy that people um, like trust me and they want my input and all that when it comes to podcasting because I feel like it's definitely become a passion. It's something I would love to do and kind of just create like maybe a little multiple podcast platform type of thing when I'm older. So I think it's really great and I'm very grateful that people are interested Um, And hello to any of my new listeners. Thank you for tuning in since I know a lot of people said that they wanted to tune in. So hello and thank you for (laughs) tuning into my podcast. Um, And then also some updates on me since it's been a while. Um, So I first, I think the biggest update is that I sprained my ankle, which is insane. And I just think it's, it's just a full circle moment because... When I was younger, I don't know why but like I always wanted to have like crutches and like a little ankle wrap and stuff and I think it might have been because like my dad when I was younger he injured his knee. And so he had crutches and like, I think my sister, my older sister might've had crutches at one point. And I just always thought it was like super cool. And like in like in my classes and like at school and stuff growing up, of course, you would always see those people who would have like an arm brace or something. So I was like, oh, that's so cool. I want to like have a cast and people sign it. But, you know, obviously as I got older, I realized, okay, I don't want that. So... (laughs) Um, but you know, it came back full circle and, um, I actually sprained my ankle this time and it's just so embarrassing and so awkward because people keep asking me, they're like, you know, how did you sprain it? And they think I'm going to tell like this extravagant story. And it's like, well, I'm like, see (laughs) what happened was... (laughs) So basically what happened was me and two of my close friends, we were hanging out. We were getting ready to go out for the night. And I they, we were like playing music and the song Pretty Girl Rock by Carrie Hilson. Um, well, not that specific song was on, but there was a song by Carrie Hilson that was on. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, can you guys play um, Pretty Girl Rock since Carrie Hilson is playing? And like, you know, that song's on that album. And I was just, like, because when I was in, like, I think that I was, like, in 10th grade, I believe, or maybe 9th grade, I was a part of, like, this little talent search um, in the mall. And a part of it was you had to do a runway walk to, like, a song of your choice, and that's the song I chose. And so I was, like, let me show you guys. Like, this is how I did the runway walk, you know, with that song and all that stuff. And, Lord and behold, I should have just sat down somewhere because... You know i did like a little strut here a strut there and then like i put my foot down a final time and my entire ankle just like caved in like it literally just like caved in and i just like it gave out on me and i just fell and mind you you know we were at my friend's apartment and she has complete carpet in her room and I was barefoot, so I just don't understand how my ankle just like gave out, and I just fell like that. But it was just like the craziest thing, and like I, I've never really like broken a bone or like really had sprains really in my life. So I just kind of, not that I felt invincible, because I know it's possible to happen to anybody. But I don't know. Like I was just like, oh yeah, like that probably won't happen to me. Um, but yeah, you know, <laughs> here we are. So. And they were like laughing and I was laughing with them, of course. But then like I was like, oh, my God, wait, this actually really, really hurts. And like, I remember it just hurts so bad and I felt like I heard something pop. And then later that night, the pain went away. But then the next morning when I tried to stand up, I could not even put full weight on it. And I was just like going back and forth with myself. I was like, oh my God, like, should you go to the doctor? Should you not go to the doctor? Because I was just so embarrassed. I was like, how am I supposed to explain this? Like, <laughs> like, like I was like, they're literally going to be like, you did what? And so, um, and it's just so crazy because every time I've gone, because I've had to go to like follow-ups and stuff since, um, <clears throat> and the doctor, they keep asking, like, they're like, oh, look, like when I go, the secretary will be like, oh, um it's this like work related injury and I'm like no this is not work related at all this is just me being clumsy related so (laughs) um because I've gone to the hospital like twice from falling because I'm clumsy and I've had like two concussions before so this is just really added to the list of me being a klutz but (laughs) it's just it's interesting because I have like this boot on and at first they put on like this thing it wasn't exactly like a full-on boot like they put like wrap on it and then they put like I don't know like it just wasn't like a legitimate boot so it was kind of uncomfortable and it just like I they said I could take it off but it was just such a complex thing that I didn't want to take it off because I knew I wouldn't know how to put it back on so I like had to wrap my leg up to shower and then it would get a little wet and It was just a lot it was super uncomfortable to sleep with and so finally when i went back to like my follow-up they gave me a real boot that's a lot easier to maneuver and put on and take off and stuff so you know yeah so it's been interesting everybody of course because they see this big boot on my foot they're like oh what happened and it's like oh god like you know it's a whole story time like it's not a simple story so you know, it's just it's very interesting. And then, of course, being in college, everybody's like, oh, was it like a drinking night? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, but like this was before we really started drinking. So this was like legitimate because I remember it. I remember being pretty sober when this happened and I just I'm just a klutz. So <laughs> but yeah, so that's been like the biggest update for sure. And then um, we had the hurricane happen um, Hurricane Idalia, I think um, that's how you say it, and when that happened, it was like the first week of classes, and or maybe it was like around the second week of classes, and it was just like a lot because they predicted it to be really big and to hit right where I am for college in Gainesville, so... My parents um, wanted me to come home and like I wanted to come home, too, because I would rather be at like a house than an apartment if a hurricane or some major storm is coming. So that was a whole production because I can drive like, you know, around town with my boot on, but driving two plus hours on an interstate with a boot on, which is not going to work for me. It was going to be uncomfortable. I didn't feel safe doing that. Um, because the boot is so like, it's big to the point where like, sometimes I feel like I might accidentally step on the brake and the gas at the same time, because it's a lot harder to feel for it with a boot on. So I was like, I don't think it would be safe for me to really be driving on an interstate with, um, all that going on. So (laughs) I, um, my, um, one of my good friends, he was able to drive me to meet my parents halfway. And then, you know, my parents were able to get me from there. And then, you know, they were able to do basically the same thing to get me back to Gainesville um, after the hurricane and everything was over. So, yeah, that was the whole thing. Um, so hopefully in the next few days or so or the next time I make a podcast, I can say that I'm no longer wearing the boot. Um, I really hope that's what I'm able to tell you guys because I'm quite over wearing it. Um, and yeah, and then as far as grad school, it's been going really, really good so far. Um, I've really enjoyed it. It's definitely a different experience a little bit than undergrad. I feel like, first of all, people respect you so much more when you say, oh, I'm a grad student because there's so many people I've talked to lately and I'll be like, oh, like I'm in my graduate program and I'm, you know, getting my master's degree and they're like, oh my God, that's so cool. And like, you know, everybody's super interested in it. So I think it's definitely, like, a new earned respect, and um, sometimes it's still unbelievable to me. I have my degree framed, my undergraduate degree, and I just look at it often. I'm like, wow, like, I am I really have a legit degree right now. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just the craziest thing, but grad school is definitely, um, I feel like a lot more, I wouldn't say laid back, but there's just like a lot less tedious work and it's more like legitimate real world application things. And so I think that's what I enjoy the most. Like it's just so much more. I feel like being treated like an adult and just, you know, it's just a lot more of a better thing for me I guess just like than undergrad but undergrad was still great and everything but I definitely feel the adult transition I think that's the best way to explain it I feel the adult transition a little better um now that I'm in grad school it's like a new chapter it's a new step um a lot of the professors like don't mind you calling them by their first name like it's a very like casual thing i'm just like okay so you know but i mean of course like i still just naturally of course i'm not gonna most likely call a professor by their first name unless like they genuinely are like no please don't call me (laughs) by my last name or whatever but um overall i'm very happy and um, i'm still a little nervous because it is still a lot you know when i'm looking at my degree plan and stuff because i really 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 want to graduate in august of next year so Um, It's just a lot because that is a very quick turnaround time, but I'm hoping and praying that I'm able to do it. So we'll see. (laughs) Um, But for today's episode, I had just wanted to talk about um, just finding yourself in your 20s. Because I feel like once I started grad school and, you know, really getting to know other people in the program and stuff like it just almost made me kind of have that moment of like just thinking about finding myself because I feel like I'm growing and I'm evolving and I can see it in myself. And so um, I feel like that's why I wanted to do this episode because I see myself growing and evolving like from when I was 20 to now almost 23 years old like just seeing who I'm becoming and I think it's definitely you know your 20s is a hard and confusing time and I think um it's a lot of pressure in society that your 20s is when you need to be building up everything for yourself and like by the end of it you need to have like your life together like I feel like that's kind of like the the pressure that's put on you sometimes when being in your 20s. Um, but I really liked how somebody described it one time. They said that your 20s is kind of like that experimenting age. It's that age where you can experiment in life with just like, okay, do I want to work here? Do I want to live here? You know, what do I really love in life? Like, what's my passion? You know what are things that I enjoy outside of work and school. So it's definitely that like experimental age where you're like finding yourself all over again. I feel like every decade of life honestly is finding yourself all over again because every decade you're older, you have newer knowledge, you have more wisdom, and there's just so many different things that happen. Um, you know, for ex- but I think your twenties is definitely one of the biggest transitions for sure because. You know, you're going from this decade of life when you were like a preteen and a teenager. So it's just significantly different now that you're in your 20s because you can't really have those same, like, kind of immature mindsets anymore. Like, this, when you're in your 20s, this is a whole new journey. So I feel like it's definitely a huge transition and it's something, you know, hard, but you can get through it and work through it. So I just wanted to share, like, just some advice and. Um, You know, obviously, I don't know it all because I'm still in my 20s, my early 20s at that. But I just thought this was like a very timely and just, you know, important topic. So I would say, first of all, just like don't feel rushed because you see others like around your age doing more than you because everybody's path is meant to be different. And it can be very hard because, you know, if you go to school with somebody And you see them, you know, just doing all these great things and you're like, wow, like we're around the same age, like what is going on? Like, you know, it it can definitely feel intimidating, but don't feel rushed because honestly, your time will come and even though they might have this going on with their life, you don't know what's coming around the corner for you, too. Um, And think about it. Like, there's probably somebody looking at you that's like, wow, like, I wish I was where they're at. Somebody is always going to, you know, want to be where the next person is. But don't feel rushed because of what other people have going on, because just because the timing is right for their life doesn't mean that it would be right for yours. So you definitely just have to figure out yourself, keep working on yourself, and you will get to where you need to be. Um, But if you're more focused on what everybody else has going on, you're going to ultimately end up feeling miserable. Um, And it can be hard, especially with social media. I think that's one of the biggest issues. It's like just with social media, you just see all these things going on and you see people just doing all these things and you're like, wow, like, why can't that be me? But Everything, you know, that I forgot the quote by Shakespeare but I think it's like everything that glitters isn't gold or everything that shines isn't gold. Because truly, you never know what it is. Every single person in this world has problems. Every single person has fallen short in some area of life. And, you know, nobody's going to most likely post about those moments. They're going to post the highlights. So always remember that you're not the only one going through things. You know, if you're delayed, you know, in a situation, like if you thought you'd be in a certain place in life and you're still not there, it's it doesn't mean it's denied. It just means that it's a little delayed. But you never know. You don't know what people have gone through to get to where they are. They might have been in your exact position at one point to get to where you know they are so don't ever feel like oh well this person's doing great and they're around my age and now like you know I can't do great or whatever like be happy for people it can be hard but your time is coming and you know don't feel pressured to have to rush because ultimately you need to be able to just spend as much time crafting, you know, whatever your craft is or whatever you want to do in life for it to be right for you. Um, And again, if you just spend so much time looking at what everybody else is doing, that means you're not spending enough time doing what you're supposed to do. So just keep on pushing for your own path because it's meant to be yours. It's meant to be different and unique to you. Um, I would also say, you know, this comes with making sure that you spend time with yourself. You have to spend time with yourself um, because I feel like in your 20s, a lot of the time, it's kind of glorified that you should be going out on all these trips and parties and things like that. And like, you know, that's fine every now and then, but you have to learn how to spend time with yourself because once you do that, you're going to learn a lot about you and a, a big thing I will say is just that you should just like write down questions about yourself. Like, you know, what do I love? You know, who do I feel like I am? Like, just write down questions, write down your thoughts. That's a huge thing. I'm always writing in my notes um, on my phone and journaling and stuff because once you let it all out on paper or like on your screen or whatever, like it really helps just make a full circle and it really helps you to just find out who you are because once you find out who you are that's like the start of it obviously you're going to continue to evolve over time like nobody's going to be the same person that they were 10 years ago at least i hope they wouldn't be but once you spend that time with yourself you will truly be able to start growing But if you are just constantly, you know, spending time looking at somebody else's path or constantly building up somebody else's life and not really putting in that quality work for yourself in your own life, you're not going to end up being happy with it at the end of the day. And so, you know, that kind of ties into, you know, making sure that at some point, I think it's so important to go to therapy and therapy can definitely be very expensive. But even like just looking, you know, in your community or at your school or job and figuring out what do they have to offer um, or what type of insurance or just stipend or anything that they have to offer to help you be able to go to therapy, because I really think that therapy is something that everybody should experience at least once in life, because it is just like. It helps you so much. Like It can definitely be intimidating because, you know, the first thing I think a lot of people think of is, oh, I don't want to talk to a stranger about my problems. But truly, when you find the right therapist for you and you tell them, you know, okay, this is my life, this is like some things that have happened, you know, this is where I am. You will be so surprised at the things in life and, like, seeing the full circle connections. Like, just seeing how it all connects. Um, Because when I was in therapy, there were things that she, my therapist, helped me understand about myself that I didn't understand at first. Um, For example, I think when I was in therapy, that's when I realized, like, oh, the reason why... I sometimes am I don't like to call myself controlling because I feel like that has such a negative connotation but I feel like I like to be in control of things in my life and I'm like very like obsessed with making sure things go a certain way and that I don't like leave anything behind like for example I was just um telling somebody this earlier this week I'm so like paranoid I guess with leaving stuff like accidentally leaving something important behind that every time I leave from somewhere and I like brought in my purse or like my backpack or whatever I will check around the table and like the seats where I was sitting so many times I can literally be staring at it and can see that it's empty but I'm still paranoid that I left it and so it's just like I was like trying to figure out you know where is where does that all stem from And, you know, therapy helped me realize, you know, being a military child and moving around a lot, you know, it it can be overwhelming and it, you know, because it's like you literally had no control, like I had to go with my family and move and stuff so it was like out of my control so now the things that I do have control over and like making sure I don't leave things and you know being organized and all that stuff like it all stems from that one root that I didn't realize was like that impactful in my life so therapy is super amazing with helping you figure yourself out it really really is and you know you don't even have to be like I think that's another misconception is that you have to be like depressed or things like that but you don't have to be depressed or anything you can feel fine and feel like you know you're doing okay in life and still therapy will help you um so definitely I would look into that for sure and look into what your school or your job or something has to offer or your insurance has to offer to help you be able to go through therapy because that's a huge part of finding yourself and just growing as a person. I'll also say um, it's super important to step outside of your comfort zone you know don't be afraid to try things because If you don't try things, like how will you know what you like and like what makes you happy and what doesn't? So and I know stepping outside of your comfort zone can be really scary. I just the thought of it sometimes makes my anxiety skyrocket. But genuinely, if you just take that leap one time, it makes it a little bit easier for the next time you take a leap. Um, So you never know. Um, I actually had a really, really good conversation with somebody in my class recently and um, he DJs around um, Gainesville and he was like, he really wanted the opportunity to um, DJ for one of the UF games, like one of the UF football games. And he was like, so he DMs, he's like, well, first he said he went, you know, looking all over trying to find out who the DJ was and finally, he found out on like the jumbotron um, at the game because the DJ's Instagram got put out, and so he followed him on Instagram and DM'd him, and he just like took his shot with it and was like, "Hey, you know, I would love to know more," and and it led into them having a great conversation, and then he has now offered him an opportunity to DJ for one of the UF games and also possibly for the um, Jacksonville Jaguar games. And I just think I thought that was so cool because I was like, wow, like you really have to that shows you just have to step out your comfort zone and just go for it sometimes because you never know. And the worst that a person can say is no. And, you know, nothing's lost at that point. And at least they know your name now and they know your face and. You know, so I think it's just like that was just so cool and like inspiring to me because, you know, there's so many times where I've wanted to DM like maybe a more popular podcaster or something and do like some type of collaboration or something. And I've just been so like, oh, I don't know, like I don't want them to say no or whatever. But um, it's just definitely something that... Um, I think everybody should just do every now and then it's just stepping out your comfort zone because as you can see with that story like it led to such great opportunities that I don't even think he probably thought he would get you know he thought you know hey I'm just gonna step out my comfort zone and just go for it and see what happens and I mean it led to good things so I think that stepping outside of your comfort zone is a huge opportunity for you to end up in places that you never could have even imagined so definitely you know doing things um trying things out even things that you're like maybe you don't know if you're good at or whatever just trying just seeing because you never know like you can find passions and things that you never thought that you would have if you actually just go out there and you know just see so stepping outside your comfort zone is a huge thing that I think everybody should do um, also in your 20s, I feel like this is the time to really make decisions for you, like not based on what others want for you. Um, I feel like in your 20s, especially your early 20s, there's so many people that are in your ear like, oh, you should do this. You should major in that in school. And, you know, you should get this kind of job because this makes the most money. And, oh, you should have a kid by the end of your 20s or be married and have a house and all these different things. And it's just like. It is so important and this is a part of finding yourself and, you know, really figuring out who you are and, you know, just becoming strong in that way because at the end of the day, it is time for you to make decisions that are best for you because nobody else has to live this life but you, you know, you cannot let others dictate what you want to do in life, you know, you have to be able to do what is best for you. Um, And I've told many people before in my life, you know, do what you love because at the end of the day, you know, for example, nobody has to show up to your job but you. So you need to do whatever works for you. I've had so many people in my life who who were like, for example, maybe trying to go to medical school or things like that when deep down maybe they wanted to do something else like business school. But, you know, in their family, it's like, not okay they're like no you need to do medical school you know so it's just like at the end of the day this is your life and this is your journey and you need to do what makes you happy because if you're doing what makes other people happy then you're not putting yourself first and you need to put yourself first because this is your life and you know if you want to live just a genuinely happy and content life You want to know, like, okay, this is because of the decision I made. This is why I'm here. Not, oh, I'm miserable because this person and this person told me this is what I need to do. So um, obviously, of course, there are great people out there who have sound advice that you can listen to. But, you know, it's a difference between like that sound advice and then somebody like trying to dictate what you should do. Um, I would also say just, you know, figure out, you know, what things are the most important to you so you can keep nourishing it. Because once you, you know, figure out like, okay, what's my niche? Like, what are the things that I really, really love and the things that are just very important to me? What are my values in life? Once you figure those things out, you can continue to just keep building upon it and keep building on it and just keep nourishing it so it can be the best that it can be. Um, and I think, again, that goes back to therapy and journaling and just, you know, finding yourself. And then also, you know, don't rush anything like it will happen when the time is right. Oftentimes, I think in your 20s, it's so easy to try to create like a timeline, especially based on like the timeline of people before us, like in our life, like you know, you, your mom or your dad, they might've got married when they were like 29. So you're like, okay, I'm going to get married when I'm 29 and things like that. But like, don't compare, you know, what other people have done or what other people think it should be like in your life. Don't rush it. It will happen when the time is right. I think natural timing is a lot better because when things are rushed and we don't let it happen in its natural time, That's when disaster strikes. So, definitely just let it happen when the time is right. Um, A huge thing that I have learned just in the course of being in my 20s is that everyone isn't meant to come with you. You know, as you evolve in life, everyone is not meant to evolve with you. Like, it is truly a thing where people outgrow each other, people outgrow friendships and relationships. They outgrow some of the people in their life. And that's okay. Not everybody is meant to evolve with you for your next step of life. And it can be a hard pill to swallow because sometimes it's people that you would have never expected. Um, to not be in your life anymore but sometimes and you'll know you'll definitely know you will feel the changes happen but there's just times where you evolve and you just outgrow people and that doesn't mean that maybe one day y'all won't be friends again or you know y'all won't reconnect again or whatever but sometimes when you evolve to that next part of life you know sometimes the relationships or friendships just don't click the same anymore and you know things start to shift and that's fine it's natural that's a part of it all um it can definitely be hard but don't try to force a friendship or a relationship when it's clearly not working out y'all's worlds clash with each other and it just doesn't you know you guys are not working because at the end of the day you need people in your life that are able to grow with you, that support you, that are genuinely there for you. And sometimes some of those people are just not it. So, um, and a huge thing, of course, is just prioritize your mental health. You have to make sure that you are okay mentally because if you're not, it really all starts with your mental. If you're not okay mentally, physically emotionally everything else around you is not going to fall in line you have to make sure that you take care of yourself don't burn yourself out don't stress yourself out all the time just prioritize yourself on a mental level um and also don't limit yourself like sometimes you may feel like oh i'm only capable of doing like this one thing and i'm only talented or whatever in this one thing but you never know what you're capable of until you try, you know. Always have a willingness and openness to just learn, um, and even like joining organizations. I think it's huge. I think that's a huge thing that I've learned a lot. Is just like finding community. Um, with the church here in Gainesville, I found community so much. Like I've joined like a small group. I've joined um, a, like a group for serving on Sundays you know, I've like had new hobbies. And so I think it's huge, like when you actually go out there and you figure out what you love to do and like finding organizations in the community or like learning a new hobby and stuff, and maybe even creating your own organization in the community with a hobby that you enjoy or like at your school or your job or something. Because I feel like, you know, once you do things like that, you really start to be able to grow, you become more open, and it helps you to not, feel so limited and feel like oh I'm only capable of this or I'm only capable of that so um you know for example for me I recently learned how to use my mom's Cricut machine um which is like the machine where like with the vinyl you can um like you know how like people make the cups with uh the cups with like people's names on it and it's like made out of vinyl so the cricut machine is what like prints out the vinyl and then like you put it on there and stuff and it's like a whole like production or whatever but um i recently learned how to use it and every time i saw my mom use it like i always thought wow that's so complicated and i am definitely like when it comes to like drawing and anything like that i am not good at any of that so <laughs> um i was like i surely would not be good at using my mom's cricut machine Um, but she's had it for a while, you know, I've seen her do it often, and I, you know, like I said, I limited myself, I was like, yeah, no, that's not my forte, that's not what I do, but she recently had me create a few things on there, and I actually did really, really good, and I actually really enjoyed it, and I would love to do that as a future hobby, so, you know, again, it's like, you know, when you actually try things, you never know, so, definitely just try stuff because you'll enjoy it more than you think even you know back a few years ago when my old roommates when they were like oh let's go rock climbing and I was like what like I'm not even an outdoorsy person so I was like no I was like I think I'm good and then I did it and I fell in love with it so it's like you literally you just never know so do not limit yourself um to what you're able to do Um, And, you know, I even, you know, recently I even took the initiative to, like, fill out a couple applications for journalism organizations that I may want to join at UF because I realized during, you know, my undergrad, I was a part of a few different organizations, but surprisingly, I wasn't a part of anything that was, like, journalism-based. So, you know, I would love to get that opportunity this year. So, you know, definitely that's a huge way to tap into yourself. Um, And most of all, just allow room for growth. You know, nothing is permanent. You are allowed to pivot and change if needed. And I think that's why sometimes people are a little scared um, in their 20s because they feel like what they're going through right now is so permanent, but it's not. Like you are allowed to pivot and change and just, you know, grow and figure out what else can work for you. So definitely just allow yourself to grow um you know create new journeys that's a huge part of being in your 20s like it's just creating new journey after new journey (laughs) um that's like a, a really big thing in your 20s and you know for example for me like one of my newer journeys that I started was like really really getting involved with like church here and like starting my prayer board and like now I have my whole morning routine now where I like pray over my prayer board and like I you know, I listen to my gospel music in the shower and like, it really is a good start to my day. So, you know, just, you know, don't be afraid to create these new journeys in your life because they are a part of helping you grow. And just always keep in mind when you're going through something that it's not permanent, you know, it's okay. You know, think more, okay, this is like dry erase marker, not pen. So that's how you have to think about it. Um, And I would also highly recommend this book I had to read for one of my classes a few years ago it's called defining decade why your 20s matter and how to make the most of them now by Meg Jay and it is so good like even if you're not the type of person that's like really into reading or anything that book is super super good and it really is like almost like a a free therapy for like your 20s like it's it's a really great book and she has a lot of really good advice, so I would recommend it. It's a pretty easy read. It's not, like, super long or anything, so I would recommend that book. Um, and also, um, since it is still at the beginning of the semester, you know, I thought I would touch on just a little bit about, like, finding your path while in college. Because a lot of the time, it can feel overwhelming at first. So I definitely just wanted to briefly touch on just finding your path. So, um... How I found my path in journalism. Um, So a little, I guess, backstory is that When growing up, I wanted to be a teacher because my mom was a teacher. And so when I would go in her classroom, I loved like pretending like I was the teacher and playing with the whiteboard and pretending like I was passing out papers and stuff. And I just really loved that. But then when I got older, um, I'll never forget in like middle school, there were like two times in like two different classes where we had to do an assignment that required us to be like the teacher for the day and like come up with the assignment and teach the class. And I remember, like, I genuinely was like, yeah, no, this is not it. Like, I was like, I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> um, and then I remember I had a couple times in life where I thought I wanted to be a nurse. And every now and then, for some reason, a little inkling of me, is like, wow, like, I should have been a nurse. But, I mean, I know deep down that that's, like, not something I don't think I would have wanted to do long term. But, you know, it was always there because I've always had a passion for helping people and stuff. But... Then at one point I wanted to be, you know, a a therapist or like a psychologist. And then I realized, okay, maybe not because I know I'm too much of an empath for that. So I would really take people's problems to heart. So, you know, it was just like a lot of like all over the place. But then I ultimately figured out I wanted to do journalism because I was watching this show and one of the girls in the show, she was um, going to class and it was like a radio class or something. And they had to do an assignment where they had to interview somebody kind of like a podcast style. But I think this was like before podcasts were really like big. So they didn't call it a podcast. They called it like a radio thing. And I was like, that's actually pretty cool. I was like, huh. I was like, I wonder what that is. And then like, you know, just seeing her journey and like the different classes this girl took on the show, I was like, I wonder. like, I was like, I would love to do stuff like that. I was like, what is that? And then that's how I discovered journalism and because that's what she was getting her major in. And then I'll never forget my senior year of high school. It really locked it in for me because I took creative writing but the thing is, is the way in my high school, how it worked is you would rank what electives you wanted in the order, like, okay, like the, the one that you put like a one by, that's the one you want the most. The one that you put like a three by, that's the one you want like the least. So I remember I put like a three by creative writing because I was like, honestly, like I'm not in the mood to be like writing for my English class, but then like also writing for that. Like I was like, no, I'd rather do something more fun. Of course, ended up ha- they ended up picking my third choice, which was um, creative writing, and I was just like, "Wow, I I don't want to do this, but it's fine." And my mom was like, "No, like keep it on your schedule. Like you'll love it." I took creative writing, and it was like the best experience ever. So I was like, "All right," I was like, "I'll stay and see what it's about." And literally, the teacher I had was so kind, super sweet, and she was so encouraging and I was like okay like maybe this isn't that bad and like I realized I really have a passion for it and I was like all right and so I think like it helped me really lock in journalism for me so I will definitely say that if you're trying to figure out okay like what do you want to do in life what's your passion I would for sure like look into just again you have to explore you have to you know watch things you know I happened to stumble across that show and I was like okay I like this you know I happened to be in creative writing I didn't want to at first but then it ended up being the top you know thing that helped me realize this is what I want to do in life So I think, you know, again, just like that goes into the, you know, don't limit yourself, step out your comfort zone, don't be afraid to try new things because you will end up in places that, you know, you never would have thought you would be in. So definitely um, tap into that. Um, And then also, you know, don't listen to others that try to move you away from your passion. You know, there's so many people who want to do one thing in life, but then there's people in their life that are like, oh, no, you shouldn't do that, even though that's your passion. And it's, you know, life is just too short to be doing what others want you to do or believe that you should be doing. And you need to stand firm and like, no, this is what I'm passionate about. This is what I want to do. And this is what I'm going to do, because it's your life to live. Ultimately, nobody else has to live because of your, you know, decisions. So, um. For me, I I remember my mom was not a big fan at first when I told her I wanted to do journalism. She was not happy about it. She was just like, I really think you should do something that is like a little more... I, wouldn't, I don't know if realistic is the word, but, like, she just knows that journalism is very competitive and, you know, in order for people to become, like, the top, top journalists that are, like, up there, it takes a lot of work and stuff. And so she was just kind of like, I just don't know. She was like, are you really going to be able to do something with yourself? But then, you know, when she realized that I was standing firm and, like, I, this is my passion and this is what I'm going to do She was like, all right. And, you know, she stood behind me and, you know, over the course of time when she saw, you know, everything that I was doing and was able to hear from like, you know, the journalism people at orientation and just hear all the benefits and just see how much I was growing and seeing all the things that I was doing and like getting my articles published and things like that. She was 110% on board. And so it's like, it's just one of those things where, You know, even if it goes against what the people closest to you want, at the end of the day, you have to just keep in mind, this is what you want to do. And, you know, just because others may think, oh, yeah, no, there's no way you're going to be able to make something out of yourself if you, you know, major in this or if you do that, you know, still do it because you never know. Like, you know, if there's some of the greatest entertainers that we have or like some of the greatest celebrities that we have, they if they just sat and listened to people saying, oh, you won't make it if you try to pursue that passion, they would not be here. So it's definitely one of those things you can definitely make it you know, but you have to start with believing in yourself and tuning others out because it's ultimately down to you and what you want. So stand firm in your passion. Even if it's having those hard conversations with the people in your life, like, look, this is what I'm passionate about. There's nothing you can do. This is what I'm going to do. So definitely a big thing. Um, And, you know, just sitting down and really figuring out, okay, like, what's the right path for me? Like, what do I love? Like, because everybody has to love something. You know, we all have a passion. There is, there's so many jobs now, like, out there. So, you know, that's a journey in itself. It's just figuring out like, okay, what do I love? Like, what's my passion? What path do I want to take? And again, nothing is permanent. So if it pivots a little, if it changes a little, that's okay. Because we all evolve, you know, maybe in a few years, I won't, you know, enjoy journalism as much. Maybe I'll enjoy something else. But right now, this is my passion and this is what I'm going to do. So, you know, you never know and just always know that it's okay to change and evolve if needed to. Um, also, you know, you're never too old to have a mentor, like, especially in your 20s. Um, and sometimes it's meant to be somebody who like, isn't like your family or something, you know, like somebody that is genuinely a mentor, like somebody from your job, somebody from the community, somebody in an organization you're in. Um, because in like some of the, or- in a lot of the organizations I was in, I had a mentor, Um, I had a girl that I met from um my mom actually met her aunt at our church at home. And then she was like, Oh, I have a daughter that goes to UF when I was about to go to UF for my freshman year, and she ended up being like a mentor to me and helping me learn the ropes of college. And you know, um when I started my first internship, my freshman year, the woman I worked under, she became a mentor. So it's like you're never too old to learn. And you're never too old to just be able to grow, and so I feel like having a mentor in life, even way beyond your 20s, is so important. Um, just somebody that can mentor you through life. It doesn't even necessarily have to be a mentor for like a specific thing. Like just somebody that can help mentor you through life, share wisdom, share knowledge, and advice. Um, and we talked about this at church actually. Um, a a little while ago, but in um, my church here in Gainesville, you know, the pastor and like some of the people here um, at the church, like, you know, they're well into their 30s and 40s, but they even have mentors, you know, so that just shows that no matter how old you are, you can always use somebody that, you know, you can fall back on for help and encouragement and advice and somebody that can be honest with you and keep you on the right path and keep you on the right track so um as far as like how to go about getting a mentor there's so many different opportunities in the community there's organizations you know church jobs schools so definitely get a mentor that can really you know show you the ropes and can really be that person for you um And it would be beneficial if you could find a mentor that like does something that you're interested in because they can really like work with you one-on-one so you can continue to grow in that passion and, you know, be the best that you can in it. So, um, and, um, look, I, I currently have a mentor right now, um, in the graduate school journalism program. And so that's been great. She's been able to kind of help me with the ropes in that. So you're never too old for a mentor. Um, and so I will say when it comes to finding yourself, um, if you're in college, um, or, you know, in your twenties, definitely just learning how to be ready for like friendships to you know, evolve and things like that. So, for me, you know, finding myself in college, I realized, like, again, friendships evolve. Everybody is not meant to be in your life forever. Um, so, people are in your life for a reason, season, or a lifetime. Um, I had to learn how to handle myself financially. You know, I no longer had my parents like telling me, like, oh, you know, you can't get this or whatever. Like, I had to learn how to budget out my money. Um, you know, had to learn how to live on my own. So doing my own laundry and doing all these different things, I just had to learn on my own time management, had to learn how to, you know, manage time with being a student, living on my own and, you know, just living life and, you know, cooking and meal prepping. And I had to learn my passions and how to tap into that. I even had to learn how to grieve while also still going through life I had to learn life just isn't fair sometimes so there's just so many different things that I had to find myself in and like find out about in college and those are just like things that you also figure out throughout your 20s and um, it you know it's not gonna always be easy you know and like I said life is definitely not always fair but you know it's definitely just something that you have to just be willing to go through and trust the process and take care of yourself mentally while going through it. Um, and so another important thing is really just like understanding yourself as far as like, you know, your personality and leadership style. So like personality wise, like your Enneagram is such an important thing to know. So my Enneagram is a INFJ So um, I forgot what it stands for. It's like introvert something like I know that what the I stands for, but um, really basically what that Enneagram means is um, it's actually really crazy because like it's said that people with that personality type are often like great writers and listeners and communicators and they just have like a strong desire to help others. Um, And we're also considered like advocates and like the counselor type of person that has compassion and empathy. And like we're more likely to form close bonds with people. So, you know, even taking that like Myers-Briggs personality Enneagram test, like it can really help you figure out more about yourself and what you like to do or, you know, what you may be interested in doing. And it just helps you overall get to know yourself more. So I would definitely recommend taking, like, an Enneagram test because that is a great first step into learning, like, who you are and, like, you know, what your passions are. And then, like, you know, maybe if you even put in your Enneagram personality type, you can Google, like, what type of people with this personality, like, what type of jobs did they have? And then you might see something that sparks your interest or something. So... You know very important and then it also helps you realize like okay like maybe this is why i am the way i am and this is like you know why i interact with people and this is why i blend with some people more than others it's just a really good thing to know about yourself um and it's also good to put on like you know your linkedin or something so you know they can see oh, okay she's an infj okay and like they can see more into who you are so just a little something um you know, again, like it, it helps you. Um, it can it can definitely help you just figure out more about you and what you like to do, what you're interested in and, you know, just getting to know yourself. And then um, as far as like leadership style, that's an also important thing to do. So there's like this compass leadership test that I took in my ambassador leadership program. And I learned that I am a Southwest. So Southwest people um, are empathetic and detail oriented because um a south leader is somebody who is just very empathetic you know very caring always caring about how everybody feels in the group and then a west is somebody who is very very focused on like the details sometimes can be a little indecisive you know because they just want everything to just work out and be put in the right places and they you know dot their i's cross their t's type of thing And so it doesn't surprise me that I'm a Southwest at all, because I am a very passionate person, you know, being in leadership positions, I've realized I, I'm very compassionate. I'm very empathetic towards people, but I also realized I'm very heavy on details. I have to have like itineraries and outlines and things like that to help me keep going. I have to have everything in my calendar. So, um, you know, knowing that about yourself is good because It's important to know who you are so you're self-aware but also so other people can know how you are and so you can know how you work with others um and you know I may do a future episode like you know a separate episode in the future about like leadership styles and like the importance of knowing yours and all that different stuff because it's actually pretty interesting and it's it's some good stuff and it's very beneficial it's very helpful for you. Overall, I will say, you know, you'll never know it all. You know, nobody knows it all. Um, Nobody's perfect, no matter how old you are. So um, in your 20s, you know, just know that, you know, you're not going to always be perfect. Things are not going to always be, you know, as great as you think they'll be. But, you know, as time goes on, you'll definitely figure yourself out. Give yourself some grace. Um, don't feel like anything is permanent or that you have to know everything, you know, it'll all come together in due time. Do not compare yourself and things will come together for you in full circle. And now into the let's discuss segment. So this past week was suicide prevention awareness week, which is just like a time where we Continue to make more awareness about mental health and just ways to help others who are struggling. So um, some ways to help the people in your life who may be fighting, you know, silent battles and contemplating suicide is always check in on the people in your life, even if you think they're strong and like not going through anything because you never know what somebody is going through just because they're the strong friend to you. You don't know what a person is going through. So just genuinely just checking in on people is so important. Like I have a cousin that I'm close to and me and her, like we will randomly text each other all the time and just be like, Hey, I'm thinking of you. I love you. Are you okay? And like, you know, just check-ins like that are just so important. And you never know, like just that one text can really turn around a person's day. Um, So it's really the biggest thing you can do is just checking in on people Um, And also just really genuinely taking the time to listen to people because that's all people want is to know that they're being heard and that they're being listened to. And, you know, sometimes, you know, people don't want to just have advice or they don't want to just be told like what to do or what they should do. Sometimes they just need somebody to just really just listen. Um, And, you know, just take the the time to just hang out with the people you are close to in life, you know, no phones, nothing, just like genuine connection time. Um, And for those out there who are the ones that are struggling, you know, it is okay to ask for help, you do not have to go through this alone. And it may seem really hard or like you may just simply not want to talk about it with anyone. But talking it out with someone will be helpful and, you know, they may even be able to connect you with resources that can help you feel better. Um, When I was in therapy, you know, it really helped me connect the dots. Like, you know, it really helped me figure out like, okay. why am I the way I am? And like, you know, that helped me grow once I was able to find the root of some of my issues. So, you know, always remember that, you know, nothing is permanent. So, you know, even if you are going through something, there is light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, talking to someone and finding those root of like your issues is the best start that you can do for yourself. Um, So just take care of yourself first, because if you're not okay You can't really help anyone else, so take care of yourself first um, before anyone else because you cannot pour from an empty cup. And, you know, take mental breaks from work and school and just find things that you love to do. Surround yourself with people who love you for you, even if that means stepping out to join a community organization. Um, And just know that you're never alone. Now into the heart-to-heart segment. So the Motivation Monday quote of the week was life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. I really thought this was such an interesting quote and I really liked it because it was a little different, you know, um, and I agree, you know, I never really thought of it like that. But, you know, in life, you do have to find yourself. You do have to figure out like, okay, who am I as a person? What are my passions? Like, you know, what are the things I don't like, you know, really figuring it out But then once you find yourself, that isn't exactly the end. Like that's not what life is about because you can't just find yourself and then that be it. Life is about once you find yourself, you can really start creating, you know, your life. You can really start, you know, because when you find out who you are, that's the root, right? And then the creating yourself part comes once that root has already been planted in. So if you don't have that root there, you're not going to really be able to create that life that you want and create yourself to be the person you want to be. You can't start growing and evolving and doing the things that you want if you skip the first step, which is finding yourself. So You know, I definitely encourage you to just do anything and everything that you can to keep finding yourself. You know, you're going to evolve over time, so you're going to keep finding yourself. But then also realize that you have to once you find yourself, you have to create the life that you want. You have to create, you know, the person that you want to be, the person that you foresee yourself to be. Um, And that really all starts with you and you have to want it nobody else can want it for you. And you have to really just put yourself out there, um, join different things, you know, spend time alone, journal, you know, pray if you're religious, you know, just try different things that will help you tap into who you are. Because ultimately, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, teenagers, you know, whatever age you are, ultimately, if you don't find yourself you know, then that's kind of like the start of things not going well. You know, you have to have a start somewhere, and that's finding yourself, you know, loving yourself, figuring out who you are as a person. Um, because ultimately, you know, if we're gonna have like genuine interactions with people in the world, um, you have to be able to know yourself the best and tap into yourself, create your path and, you know, stay real with yourself and with others and have the right people in your life that will keep you on track. Before I end up today's episode, um, I made a commitment during my Black History Month series um, to the host of talk of Brothers that leading up to my 100th episode, I would watch a classic Black movie from their list of classics um, and talk about it on the show. So, um I will say I was a little lazy this week with this but um I the movie I watched was Poetic Justice because um I have watched Poetic Justice a few times but I saw that they put it back on Tubi recently and so I just had to watch it again and I was like oh great like this is on their list so <laughs> um but I will say in my defense I the first time I watched it and it's in its entirety was two years ago so it's still you know pretty recent for me it's still pretty fresh so um I watched that for this review this week and um so basically um the movie that um the movie is pretty much about a young woman named Justice whose role is played by Janet Jackson and her boyfriend was murdered so she starts writing poetry to really help her with her loss and so then she needed to go to like a hair convention um that was kind of far away but um well since she's she was a hairdresser so um the hair convention was a little far away and she needed to get there um but her car stopped working so um yeah her so her car had stopped working Um, and so her, her best friend and her best friend's boyfriend, um, they rode in a car with her best friend's boyfriends, like coworker and friend, um, and they work at a post office. And so, um, the friend Lucky is, um, his name and that's, he's played by Tupac. They rode in his post office truck to go up to the hair convention, you know, wherever it was located. And then from there, They just had like a wild journey and like road trip and like feelings started to come up for Justice and Lucky and it was just it's just a whole interesting um, movie for sure Um, with a lot of different components a lot of things come out but um, I would definitely give Poetic Justice a five out of five stars. I just love that movie so much especially since I'm a writer too and Justice she wrote a lot obviously she wrote a lot of poetry and stuff. Um, and also, fun fact, I actually dressed up as Justice two years ago for Halloween, and I really looked so great and similar, I would say. Um, a lot of people really loved that. I had, like, the box braids and everything, so, yeah. <laughs> so, it's my little fun fact in there, but um, Janet Jackson, she was super beautiful in that movie, and I just really enjoyed it, Um at times, you know, that movie can definitely be a little overwhelming, but definitely entertaining, nevertheless, for sure. That's all for today's episode of Talks with Tatiana. Please make sure to follow me on Instagram at Talks with Tatiana underscore, on Facebook at Talks with Tatiana, and on Twitter at Talk with Tatiana without the S after talk. Turn on your post notifications and please leave ratings, reviews, and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, stay open, stay kind, and keep fighting the good fight.